rest in peace, Walter Campbell. And uh, this episode of the Welcome to the Potty podcast is brought to you by Bet With Joel. A, you know, it's a betting service, well, betting tip service that actually, uh, you know, gives you the best knowledge going around. And I've told you guys for a long time that I wouldn't sponsor something, or I wouldn't have a sponsor that I don't believe in. And this is a legitimate second source of income uh, if you use it properly. I've been using it for about a month now and I haven't had a losing day. It is fantastic. I'm killing it. So um, we've got a link in the episode description here. Click on that link. It'll take you to uh, betwithjoel.com slash ref, R-E-F slash welcome to the potty. If you sign up, enter promo code potty exclusive 50, you'll get 50% off your first week of bet with Joel. Um, and yeah, you're going to get the best bets going round, uh, and you're going to make yourself a nice second income and, uh, your pockets are going to be looking like they're filled with bean bags, bro. You'll be walking around with loud pockets, you know? All right, so you wanna you wanna go to betwithjoel.com slash ref slash welcome to the potty, enter promo code, sorry, promo code uh, potty exclusive 50 for 50% off your first week. Bung bung. Let's start the show. Welcome to the party. Welcome to the party, bung bung! It's your man Claytron, aka the big boss man, aka the clumsy jeweler, cause I'm always dropping gems, aka the milkman, cause I always deliver, aka the uh, the PhD of podcasting, the Magnum PI of podcasting, the uh, oh what could I be this week? Uh, the Zion Williamson of podcasting, bruh. He went number one. In the NBA draft, we're having some problems with the uh, the live feed here because of um, the internet connection. So I'll just put that on 4G instead. We're live. We're fucking ready to go, man. Um, shit, I don't know where to fucking start. I guess yeah. Let's start with the fucking NBA draft then. Man, this is so crazy. I we used to have. Well, we probably still do have in our little. You know the Z boys, I got that ink on my fucking head there. Got that face tat. Um, the Z boys, when we go to Melbourne, we got a little phrase that we like to use and it's get lit and go live, bruh. And I've been going live now and welcome to the potty for the first 10, 15 minutes of the potty. Now for probably not that long, bruh, like a month, probably something like that. And I got to tell you, I haven't been lit once while I've been, while I've been doing that. And sometimes... Sometimes that's just the way it is. Even last weekend was Rachel's birthday. And uh, I didn't even get, I didn't even get lit, bro. So I got like food lit, which is just where you do calories instead of shots, you know? So I was just, I was doing a lot of eating, but check this out. I ate so much last weekend. I put on four kilos last weekend, bro. And it took me this whole week of the gym to lose that four kilos and get back to like today, I weigh what I weighed last Friday, you know? It took me a whole week to return after Rachel's birthday. So, 
Um, so Rachel is 30. She, what am I, 29? She's 32 now. So happy birthday, Rach. Um, shit, man. Yeah, but I haven't been, I haven't been lit. I haven't been turned or nothing for like two weeks. Um, I don't know if that's been like a strategy of mine or something. I just haven't, I haven't really been going out, but probably, probably this weekend I'll take it easy too. But then next weekend I'm going to Melbourne for, uh, you know, see a couple of the boys and all that, all that good shit. So that's what that's going to be. Um, I got a story. I got a story for you guys. Um, one time in Melbourne, it was actually in, it was, well, it was a result of a Melbsy trip, the Z boys, you know? So, um, got pretty turned on this weekend, bro. I was, I was on everything, bro. You name it. Hey, do you want to name something? Yep. Correct. I was on it, but except not the hard shit, you know? So not, don't name anything, but just name some things. And I might've been on it. So I sounded pretty hardcore for one second then, but I, I went from saying name anything to and I will, and I was on it to maybe name some things, and I might have maybe have been on that. So that's what that weekend was. Was it was um it was pretty lit. Um, so what happened was the drive home, right? Uh, it was about a three three and a half hour drive back to Albury. This was back when I was in Albury. Check this out, bro. And I'm snitching right now. One of my teammates, and I won't actually say who it was, even though it's probably pretty easy to deduce, you know. Um, me and one of my teammates drove back from there, and I wasn't feeling too good about halfway, so we swapped, and he drove the rest of the way, which is fair, okay? But we had practice, I think, that night, or maybe it was the next day. But um, we're like, oh, we need to recover, we need to sleep and all this. I'm like... I'm in bed, right? This is after we get back. I'm like fucking in bed having like withdrawal symptoms and shit. I'm like cold, but I'm so hot, man. I'm itchy. I'm fucking coughing. I'm I'm sweating. All types of shit. I'm shaking. You know? I got like, I got cigarettes in my system. I got the Henny, bruh. I got like champagne sometimes. Um, you know, Patron on ice, bruh. Because, you know, sometimes you listen to a little bit of T.I., and you just like, shit, I'll have what he's having. You know what I mean? So, so that's, that's what it was. And, um, you're going to say, what did you eat over this weekend, Clay? And I'll tell you, bro. I think I had maybe one chicken palm, the end, bro, over like four days. And oh my God, bro, did my body pay for it. So the next day after I've finished my withdrawal symptoms, I go to do a, uh, you know, a Deuce McAllister, you know, Deuce Bigelow in the toilet. And, uh, I'm having a little bit of struggles and all of this. And I see a little bit of blood in there. I'm like, oh shit, I'm dying. Right. Turns out, turns out I created a new breed of drunk, a new type of drunk, a new type of turn, bro, called Hemi turn, you know? So I got, so turnt, bruh, and ate such minimal food and only drank, really, and, like, did other substances, um, that I got them hemis, bruh, not, like, dead ass, and I'm not even kidding, bruh, I got them hemis, and, um, some people think of, like, oh, yeah, like, in the, like, in the Dodge, you gotta have a hemi in the Dodge to make it go, right, nah, bruh, this was a different type of hemi, it was those lumps out the ass, bruh, 
five fingers to God, bro, if I believed in God. I had lumps out the ass, bro, and I wasn't even talking about that cash that I've been making from Bet with Joel, you know? So I got hemi turned, bro, and that was in 2016, I think, maybe. So I haven't been hemi turned since, and um, but that's what happened. Oh, yeah, and and also my teammate, bro, he also had them hemis, bro. Dead ass, bro. He had the hemis, bro. We both did. So we got hemi turned, bro. Never again, dude. I didn't want to drink again for mad long after that. But then I just drank the next weekend, you know? So that was fucked up. But what I'm trying to say is, I'm not even turned right now. I'm just, I'm tea turned, you know? That's a little peppermint tea tag right there. So that's what we're doing at the Welcome to the Potty podcast this weekend. But next weekend, I'm going to be in Melbourne recording live from Melbourne, you know? Um, and it's going to probably, it's going to probably be low key too. Cause, uh, there he is right there. Corey Maynard, uh, friend of the show, friend of welcome to the body. Uh, he's going to have a football game that day. So, uh, I'll be, I'll be going to go watch that. Um, and I've been holding this tea up near my face without sipping it for quite some time. Oh, Elliot, the, uh, welcome to the potty major league baseball, uh, official unofficial correspondent. Uh, has just tuned in, but, um, so that's a story about getting Hemi turned, uh, for you guys, uh, shit, I don't really know what else, um, what else to talk, oh, that's what I was going to talk about, the NBA draft, so, obviously, Zion Williamson went first to the New Orleans Pelicans, um, who traded, um, Anthony Davis to, the LA Lakers for the whole LA Lakers team except LeBron and Kyle Kuzma. So um, when the LA Lakers play the LA Lakers next season, it's going to be LA Lakers versus LA Lakers. And right now you're like, but what code are you speaking in, bruh? That's because the Pelicans are the LA Lakers if you don't put two and two together. It ain't 11, bruh, you know? Um, Elliot said something here. Hold on. He sent a request to be in my live video and that's like a little bit too much for me. I don't really know how to do that. So, um, hold on. Let's just see how to do it. Let's see if it does anything. Go live with Elliot. Oh, it's pretty easy. It's pretty easy actually to do. We got Chet in the building, Motherload, Nuggeteria. And I also wear my Motherload pin every day at work. So I'm just repping, bro. I'm just repping. Um, what else? What else? So yeah, Zion went number one, obviously. And then he did like a fucking speech, obviously. And he cried, dude. And then I cried almost. I was at work, so I didn't cry, but I almost cried, you know? So I was sitting there getting a little bit like choked up. Like, and I went, I almost went like this, <gasps> you know that, you know how we, when you, you crying and you cat, you got to catch your breath a little bit. <gasps> Like that. That's how what I was doing at work, bro. And people were like, oh, Clay's having a fucking heart attack, you know? So, you know, we had to cancel the ambulance and all that shit. But um, then uh, RJ Barrett ended up getting drafted to the New York Knicks. Now, I didn't pay attention, but the Knicks usually um, boo their draft pick every single year. So, um I didn't see anything on Instagram or anything, so I think they may be happy with RJ. And he can, he can, that cat could bowl, as Charlie Murphy said about Prince, you know? So, um, and there you go. We've been on the potty for 11 minutes and 50 seconds, and we've already w- referenced the Chappelle show. 
Um, and that happens on every episode of the Welcome to the Potty podcast. Um, and well, I'll give you guys a couple more minutes here. Um, uh, oh, the Bulls. Chicago Bulls got this dude named Kobe White, but it's spelt C-O-B-Y, not K-O-B-E. So it's not Kobe Bryant, but if you say it quick enough, Kobe White kind of sounds like Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant, Kobe White. So hopefully he's got that type of upside um, for the Bulls because you you know the Bulls have been hurting ever since fucking D-Rose went down. And then who are you going to fucking replace him with? Rondo? He hasn't been the same since the, the Celtics, bruh. You know? And then what's up, Watsy? Bet with Joel. We got bet. Oh, Sam Owens. What's up, me boys? Um, so I saw someone... I saw someone say something about uh, this kid being the next D-Rose or something, and that guy was dreaming. Because then I went and watched Kobe White's highlights, and the cat could ball, bro. But um, he he ain't no D-Rose. <laughs> like, let's be real. Okay? And he needs to get a haircut. And I, I mean, hey, I know there's some cats out there that probably think, hey, Clay, you need to sort your hair, your hair out. And I don't have a problem with my fucking um, wig piece right now, bro. So my hair's going to stay like this until I say that it's not. But, hey, Kobe White, though? You could probably get another 16 inches of your vertical if you just lost that 36 pounds of hair, bro. You know? Um, mail is in. Bet with Joe. I already, I'm already on it. I already, uh, already had a crack. So I'm trying to fucking get, get my money up. Um... Uh-oh. Sorry, we just had some technical difficulties because my um the phone is on low battery. So, you know, we like to be well prepared here at the Welcome to the Potty podcast. Um do I have anything else to say about the NBA draft? Um Oh, Bol Bol, Manute Bol's son, he didn't go to like 45th or something, 44th, 46th. Between 40 and 60 he probably went. And um he could be he could be a steal of the draft if he's healthy. I think he's got a foot thing. I think that's why he fell. And then, um, what's his name? Taco Fall from UCF, University of Central Florida, I believe. Um, he, I think he did end up getting drafted. He's like seven foot seven with an eight foot wingspan. And he could he could do some damage on the defensive end and maybe maybe do a little bit on offense too, like my man Bojan, Boban Marjanovic, you know? So there's some, it's going to be cool. I like being a fan. And when I, when I was playing, I kind of didn't want to fan out, you know? So now that I'm not playing, it's a bit, it's kind of fun to see the draft and like do my speculations and all that shit. And I've got the welcome to the potty podcast as well. So, so that's pretty dope. Um, what else? What else? Um, oh, Atlanta picked this one dude. Check this out though. And I was going to put money on this, but I don't typically bet on like the draft and shit, but there was a Wodge bomb. And if you don't know Adrian Wojnarowski or whatever his fucking name is, he drops all the, the, you know, the gossip and the news, the trade rumors, the trade, um, you know, confirmations. He drops all that information, him and this other dude named Shams, you know? Um, and he dropped this, he dropped this shit about this player and I forget, I forget the player. And I think he went to University of Virginia, maybe. And I could be wrong. And it's all unsourced here at the Welcome to the Potty podcast. But 
what happened was he was projected um, outside of the top five. And then Wodge said that Atlanta was was gunning for him. And that's why they did these these movements and these trades and all this shit. And what do you know? This guy gets picked top five, unsourced. And he was paying, bro, about $5.50 and five, uh, $5. to go top five. So it wasn't like real good, but it was also like Wodge said it. And um, I didn't put money on it. And I, I should have. And so when someone tells you to put money on something, like bet with Joel, you fucking put money on it. And that fills your fucking pockets up. And that's going to be the end of um, uh, the live stream, getting lit and going live. And um, you guys know where to find us. Welcome to the potty on everything. Bung, bung. Um, all right. So that's that's the live stream done and dusted. Okay. So now I'll start looking at this camera. Um, yeah, man. Shit, I didn't realize I had that much to say about the draft. But if you heard at the top of the episode, um, Walter Campbell died. And you might not know who that is. Uh, but uh, he's one of my dad's best friends. Family friends since I can remember. Um, and, you know, my my dad... My dad, uh, you know, he doesn't like to say his sensitive feelings. So I'm just going to maybe say on behalf of my dad that, um, that Walter was... a a great friend and someone that was always, always there and did the right thing. And he was a, you know, he was a great basketball player in his time. Um, and he left a lot of family and friends behind, um, that, that are going to miss him, man. And I, I love Walt and Walt, you know, Walt was like an uncle to me. So yeah, rest in peace, rest in paradise. And, um, you know, we're, we'll all see you on the other side eventually, man. And, um, you'll be you'll be missed. Um, and uh, I don't know any of the funeral arrangements, but um, I hope I hope that I can uh, get myself there if it's in Adelaide or whatever. But yeah, man. Rest in peace. Um, let's pick this back up a little bit here. Um, so I was talking about NBA and there was one other thing I wanted to say about the NBA. And this is some, I don't know. I want to know what you guys have to, what you guys think about this. Um, so owners of sport teams are called owners because a sport team is a business. I'm the owner of Welcome to the Potty. It's a business. We do charitable donations, as you guys know. Um, we're a business. I'm the owner. And Moneymaker Mitch is my employee. Correct? Correct. So... Here's, here's the problem is, um, people are taking the word owner and antiquating it or taking it out of context and recontextifying it, contextualizing it or whatever. And so they're saying that they want to change the name of owners of teams to majority stakeholders because, um, the word owner has implications of slavery because of the population of African-American men in sports teams. Now, you're getting paid, bruh. Millions and millions and millions and millions and millions and millions and billions and millions and millions of dollars, okay? To play a game, bruh. To play a game. You're not a slave, bruh. If anyone's a slave... Bruh, it's me. Go and 
to work and I'm getting paid too, bruh. But I'm getting, I'm doing a nine to five and you're doing like, you know, you're doing a bit of training and doing a little bit of weightlifting and a little bit of training and a little bit of playing, fucking bench, you know, getting free shit, even though you're rich, you know what I'm talking about? You're not a slave, dude. And if they're called owners, that's because they, they own the organization, bro. They don't own you. You're an employee. That's just, so if you've got a problem with someone being called an owner, that's just something internally in, inside of you, bro. Because you're not owned. They own the company. They're not They're not an owner of, you know, if they're the owner of the Chicago Bulls, they're not an owner of Chris Dunn, you know? They're not an owner of Zach Levine. They're the, they're the boss, but they're the owner of the Bulls. If I own a McDonald's franchise, I own the fucking franchise. I don't own Jackie that fucking works the front counter. She's my employee. So shut the fuck up. And play the fucking game and get all that money that you get, bruh. Fucking complaining because these dudes are called owners. Who cares if they're old racist dudes, bruh? They're paying you. They're not, you know, you're living good. And you're worried about someone's title being owner? Shit. Bruh, you can leave. And I'll take your spot, bruh, in the league. And I'll fucking, I'll take, I'll take 50% of what they're paying you. And I won't say a fucking word about it. You understand? Entitled motherfuckers, bro. Babies. The league is so fucked up, bro. Pussies, bro. And you know we ain't about that pussy shit here at the Welcome to the Potty podcast, bro. Mm, sorry about the sipping noises, but I accidentally got the, the rope, the string bit caught in my mouth while I was sipping my peppermint tea, which apparently is good for digestion. Um... Shit, what else we got, bruh? Shit, I, um, I think I've got some news today, Moneymaker Mitch, if you don't mind. Um, now, I'm not like a royal family correspondent or whatever, but there is some fucking beef in the royal family, in the Buckingham Palace. We got some Buckingham beef, bruh. You know, and that sounds like a good meal. Um, so, what's her name? Meghan Markle, uh, Rachel from fucking Suits. She enters the royal family and she, um, she comes in with this attitude. And you know how um, black women can be, bro. Like, mm-hmm. You know, so she's come in like that, right? And she doesn't like Kate Middleton. I, I mean, you shouldn't really have a problem with Kate Middleton. She's looking all right. You know, I'm pretty, I got no problem. I, I'm not mad at her. You know, I'm not mad at Megan either, just quietly. And, um, yeah, man. Uh, what, what am I talking about? Oh, yeah. So there, there's been all this chit chat about this beef, you know, Sunrise. You ever watch Sunrise? Like, it's always on at the gym, right? Because I'm an early morning gym guy. I wouldn't call myself a gym rat. Call myself like a gym, um, I'm like a gym dodger. Like, remember the draft dodgers? Like Donald Trump? I'm like a gym dodger. Like whenever I've got an excuse to not go to the gym, bro. Oh, do I take it, dude? Bro, if I did, if I treated work like I treat the gym, bro, I would be unemployed, dude. I'm telling you, my boss would hate me. My owner, bro. <laughs> my owner would hate me, bro. He'd, uh, you know, um, I'd be performance managed, dude. Dude, I went to the gym though every day this week. And that's the first time in probably months that I've done that. 
But, um, and when I say every day this week, I mean every work day. Because fuck working out on weekends. You know what I'm talking about, bro? Um, shit, what else, man? Oh, yeah, so the royal family. So, so Meghan Markle, she's going in there. And Rachel likes, to call, Rachel likes to call me Claiborne McMarkle, bro, just to fuck with me. And every time I take the bait, I'm like, don't fucking call me that. <laughs> and of course, that's going to make her call me that even more, bro. So, oh, shit, that shit's annoying. But I talk so much shit to her, to Rachel, they're like, I can't even be mad at it. She got me. She's got something on me and it gets me every time. Um, but I digress, bro. Uh, Meghan Markle, she walks in to the fucking palace and she's like, Hey, William or fucking Harry, whichever one she's with, you know, I've had it with these motherfuckers, man. And we're going to distance ourselves. And now that I've had this kid and she wants to come visit me in the hospital, tell her that's cool. But guess what? She can't even touch my kid. And also her kids can't see my kid for three months, you know? So she's wilding, bruh. She seems like an anti-vaxxer or something. She seems off the fucking wall, dude. So she's getting all turned about the baby. Then the baby, you know, it's a bit older now. It's like still like a baby though, but it's like an older baby. So like respect your elders. Um, and then what's next on the fucking agenda is so fucking turned. They've got this charity. Do I know the name of it? No, because Welcome to the Potty has not engaged with this charity yet. And we don't want to engage with charities. It's all about Buckingham beef, bro. Because it just sounds like, um, you know, sounds like an expensive restaurant. Um, so she's like, we're splitting. You know, we're leaving this in your hands. We're out. Because I don't want to fuck with you anymore. And so she's telling Harry or William or Charles or whoever she's dating. She's like, we're not fucking with them in the palace. We're not fucking with them in the hospital. And third of all, we're not fucking with them at the charity. We're distancing ourselves. And guess what's next? We finna move to like Scotland. You know? She's, man. Yo, you heard it here first at the Welcome to the Potty podcast. Next move for that part of the royal family, the, the light skin part. Scotland. They're going to Scotland, bruh. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I can see that. She's out there just fucking wilding, eating haggis and shit, you know? So that's what Meghan Markle's doing, Brian. I don't know if it looks good for light-skinned nation because light-skinned people, we're usually like the, um, you know, we're the wholesome ones. That's what, the, that's what the white people think of us. Like they think like, oh, Steph Curry, he's so wholesome. But you, yeah, that's what you say because you haven't watched a game. Steph Curry, man. Arrogant, bro. He's out there shim, 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 shiru. You know, every time he hits that three in your face, he starts to shimmy on you. You know, light skin nation. We don't fuck around, boy. We had that dude, something Meeks, bro. Um, you know, uh, mugshot guy, the hot mugshot guy who became a model. You know, and then he was with his girl when he became a model, but then he realized how hot he was. Then he started dating other models. He's doing, he's doing all types of like sec, like sexual deviancy, bro. One of my friends actually knows his cousin and said that he was shoving batteries up his butt. He lost count. So when he released him, he didn't really know if he released all of them. So he's probably, you know, he's got a bit of extra energy up there. 
Um, but so that's just, that's how that shit goes sometimes, bro. Yeah, man, it must be tough, bro. But yeah, Light Skin Nation, Clay Thompson, you know, he, he's pretty diplomatic, but then he'll just, he'll just bust out some random shit and be like, yeah, LeBron's in his feelings again. But then, I mean, LeBron ended up coming back from a 3-1 deficit and winning that series. But shit, dude. Light Skin Nation ain't no joke. I'm telling you, bro. I'm about to get LSN tatted across my neck, you know. Meghan Markle, she's out there thugging, bro. <laughs> I was like, shit. Why don't they tell the news like that? Why don't they tell the news like I tell the news? And that... Is why you listen to the Welcome to the Party podcast, bruh. Because no one in the history of news has ever said Meghan Markle is out here thugging, you know? Um, what else? What else? Oh, shit. Dude, this is so fucking crazy, bruh. Um... I read an article that said that there's going to be standing seats on airlines. What? In case you're not uncomfortable enough, but check this out. I would, I would like that because my legs is so fucking long. I'm getting crushed every time. Like, you know, you know, those car crushes, bro. Those car crushes that Stephen Avery should have used if he really killed Teresa Halbach. He owned a fucking car crusher, bro. Okay, and you think that he just left the car on his property with a couple of branches on it like we're in a fucking Warner Brothers Looney Tunes type shit? Bro, he had a car crusher. He would have crushed it. You know? He didn't do that shit. Free Stephen Avery, bro. Um, but yeah, that's what I'm like in my seat in the plane. So I'm flying to fucking Melbourne next week. So I'm real looking forward to that shit. You know, lucky that's a short flight. Um, so... Uh, yeah, they're talking about standing room on planes, but I'm, if, if I stand, I'm going to have neck problems because they're so short, plain roofs, top, top, saying, uh, shit, that sounded like the CD just skipped, bro, but that was me stuttering. Uh, plain ceilings, you know, you might, you might, your head might not have touched it. Wow. Hold on. Let me just take a breath, take a sip and stop stuttering. Your head might not have ever touched a plane ceiling. My head? Bruh. And it makes me so mad too, like, because sometimes it's dusty. So if I'm wearing a dope cap, I've got dust on my cap. Now i got these braids in. I'm going to have dusty braids, bruh. I'm not even trying to be all dusty like that, you know? So that's what my problem is with that. But not really, though. Because they're talking about they can fit more passengers on planes. What? I got two problems with that, bruh. One, every plane I've ever been on has extra seats on it. And two, um, how come I've got a baggage weight limit? If you can fit more people on the motherfucker, why can't you fit more bags? You understand? What are you talking about? Um, shit, but it must be like, if I'm going to be standing on the motherfucker for 45 minutes, it must be cheaper. And what if I just go to the toilet real quick, you know? And I just sit in there. Have a read? There's going to be time limits on the toilets, I bet, because that's cheating, bro. You just get in there and you go on the toilet and you pretend you're taking a fat fucking, 
you know, you're just sort of getting rid of that waste, you know, that, that stinky waste out your, your rear end. And you're just on the plane, bro, pretending you got stomach problems, but really you're just sitting down for 45 minutes on a fucking standing up flight. Now that's a life hack. Hashtag life hacks, you know? Um, yeah, I'm not fucking sure about that shit though. Um, bruh, that's so annoying, dude. My bag was 7.1 kilos and I had to, you know, had to throw out a sweatshirt to get my bag on. But you want to, you want standing room now so you can have more passengers. There's going to be a fucking mosh pit. How are you going to get up and down the aisles? Get my coffee to me. I'm going to be standing up with my coffee and shit like dropping hot coffee on people getting sued, bro. Shit, this is so wild. And by the way, never have a coffee on an airplane, bro. Yuck. I don't know what it is. I don't know if they actually put shit in it, bro. Or if it's something that tastes like shit. Like it's um, like uh, like a shit extract or something, bro. But coffee on planes, dude. I would actually rather lick my own asshole, bro. Dude. But you have to get a rib. You have to remove a rib to suck your own dick, apparently, bro. Remember that, that rumor that went around when um, we were in like elementary school? Marilyn Manson like sucking his own dick. Even, bruh, your posture would have to be so fucked up for you to be able to suck your own dick. Um, I just got a message from my friend George, who I've mentioned several times on the Welcome to the Potty podcast. Um, I'm going fishing tomorrow, I guess. So I'm pretty excited for that. But here's my problem. Oh, I think I've got like a bruised rib or what's those muscles called between your ribs? Intercostal muscles or something. It's all unsourced here at the Welcome to the Potty podcast. But I think I might have pulled an intercostal joint. Um, how? That's, that's a difficult question to answer, bro. But I couldn't really sleep that good last night. It almost feels dislocated or something or like oh like i need um like i just need a crack in there like you know how you crack your fingers bro oh shit you know how you crack your fingers um that's what my ribs feel like they need just a good and i'll be fucking all set um but yeah go on fishing with george tomorrow that'll be fucking dope very excited um, haven't told Rachel yet, but she'll probably just be sleeping anyway during that time. Very early we're going out. Well, not very early, but seven o'clock on a Sunday. It's pretty early. So I have to get up at probably like six, six thirty. Make sure I got some, uh, you know, warm clothes, all that shit. Um, more about the gym, me and Lavelle, you know, that's my gym buddy. And if I move house, man, I just, I just realized that I'm not going to be seeing him as much. So not too fucking thrilled about that. Might have to make like an uh, like a pub night or something to get back down this side of town and shit to see Lavelle. Um, shit. Oh yeah. So at the gym, we always say like, oh, like we don't have like a routine, you know. Like we we got like, oh, do you want to do legs, back, arms, shoulders, you know, chest, um, you know, all those types of things. And then we decide, but we don't really have like a routine of what we do. So we're like, oh, do you want to do these boys? And we just point to something and we say, these boys. And we were laughing about, imagine if we had a, um, 
personal trainer that comes in and he's telling you every fucking exercise to do. He's telling you like, yeah, just do three sets of 10 of these boys. And he doesn't even know what they're called, bro. And I don't really even know what they're called that much. Like sometimes I, I think, um, you know, leg extension is a little bit much to be calling something. If it's a new person in the gym, it should be called like a, a foot push up or something like that, you know? Cause that's what you're doing on leg extension. You're pushing shit up with your foots, you know? So leg extension, like he might think that a leg extension would look more like a kicking motion. He doesn't know. He's a newbie, bro. So I'm just saying, simplify that shit. Foot push-ups, bro. Or foot ups. Or push-ups even. You want to do some push-ups? Some foot push-ups? Um, what the fuck am I talking about, bro? Um, Triple M, maybe let's just go to poor posture of the week. Poor posture of the week. What do you guys sent in this week? Burglary, defendant yelling, it's protein, it's good for you, throws feces at judge during trial. And this is a black guy, so I've already said about how Meghan Markle might be fucking staining LSN. But this dude, I mean, he needs some sort of haircut. Um, probably not as much as what Kobe White needs, but this dude looks like the kind of nigga to throw, throw a handful of shit. Um, but he's pretty clean shaven. So it's like, it's weird how his head looks so like his hair, his wig piece looks like a crazy man, but then he's like got a professional looking face, you know, like his face is tidy. His jawbone though, he's got a fucking jawbone on him, bro. He looks like he could eat a. He could eat a car tire, bruh. And he's from Miami. Yes, more Florida niggas. And his name is Dorleans Philidor, bruh. Fuck. Dorleans, bruh. So that's like... Duh, New Orleans. You know, like Dorleans? Norlands? This dude's just like... Dorleans... Dorleans is like the black version of Darlene, you know? God damn it. Dorleans Philidor, 33, was sitting in a wheelchair next to Miami-Dade Circuit Judge Lisa Walsh when officials say he tried to throw his excrement at her. That means shit. That's like a rich... That's how rich people say doo-doo, you know? Excrement. It did not reach her. There were no jurors present during the incident. Witnesses say dozens of corrections officers responded and the trial was moved while the courtroom was sanitized. Christ. Yo, imagine like when he's he's locked up, right? Imagine what these cats are going to do. They're going to feed him his own shit tonight in the... Who sent this shit? Who sent this shit to me? Guys, you guys make this shit difficult. You guys don't even do this for the shout outs, huh? Todd. Shout out to Todd, bruh. Um, shit. <laughs> shit. No pun intended, bruh. So you get charged with burglary and that's what makes you fucking uh, throw doo-doo, bruh. And that's so fucked up because monkeys throw shit, bruh. And like, if you call a black person a monkey, that's like a racial term. So you're kind of like feeding into like, now... That's just opening the door for cats to start calling us monkeys again, dude. Be careful with your craziness. 
Um, let's. What else have we got here? Oh, someone else sent in the feces thrower. Yep. Oh my god. That's probably fuck shit. Okay, this is poor posture. Fox News sent in by Alex. Customers experience crispy bacon in their... No, customers expecting crispy bacon in their breakfast burrito being warned about the possibility of a different unexpected crunch after a company received complaints about small rocks in their product. Now, I've got to tell you, if you're buying El Monterey breakfast burritos um, frozen, dude, like in a in a cardboard box, you deserve to eat rocks, bro. And I don't really think that there's anything wrong with what El Monterey is doing. And they're just trying to get you off of that disgusting shit. That's what you're eating, bro. Breakfast, frozen breakfast burritos out of a box, bro. Dude, you need to go on a cooking class if that's what you're doing, bro. And the cooking class needs to be for like, they need to also provide you with like a neck brace to fucking get your posture right. Motherfucker. Why are you eating El Monterey? Breakfast burritos out of a box. Serves you right, bro, if it's got rocks in it. I ain't mad at them. I ain't mad at them. If you eat them, you get poor posture. Not if you put rocks in them. Even though whoever put the rocks in there is fucking clearly out of their mind. But still, don't... What are you buying that shit for, bro? There's real food around here, dude. What are you doing, bro? Christ. Oh, someone sent in the, um... Um, standing seats on the plane. Yeah, that is poor posture. I should have thought of that. That is, that's wild, bro. But we've got to work around, bro. We just go to the toilet for mad long. Pretend you got them hemi. Get hemi turned before you get on the plane. And if you, if you don't, if the toilet line's too long, you're going to fall asleep anyway. You know, just make sure you fall asleep on your front. Cause you don't want them, you know, you don't want them hemis against the, uh, the dirty, the dirty plane floor. Can you imagine? Bro, I once saw somebody on a plane, dude. You know, they give you them snacks. We got cheese and crackers, dude. And this dude drops his cheese, his, you know, moist cheese, which would pick up fucking, you know, HIV if it could. Fucking dusts off his cheese and eats it on a plane floor, bro. Someone's probably yacked there. A kid's probably pissed there. Someone's probably fallen asleep with their head against the chair in front of them and drooled there. That dude probably had herpes. You're going to eat that off a plane floor, bruh? There's people that take their shoes off with stinky feet and they're just their foot odors like cooked into the fucking filthy plane carpet, bro. And you're going to eat your cheese, dude? Oh... Man, some people need Jesus, bro. Even though, you know, you know my thoughts on on that guy. Oh, me and him, we're just we. I guess we're beefing. We got that Buckingham beef, bro. Man, that fucking dude. Um, alcohol-free Heineken available from next month. Guess what? If your alcohol-full Heineken tastes like shit, no one wants your Heineken. Zero or whatever the fuck you're going to call it. Alcohol-free Heineken. Get the fuck out of here, bro. Don't want that shit. 
some dude in Alabama fed his squirrel meth, his, his attack squirrel, inverted commas, bruh, quote marks, um, uh, air quotes, you know, bunny ears, you know, attack squirrel. He fed it meth to protect him. Hey, guess what? Sorry. Guess what, dude? Um, you live in Alabama and you're going to be careful what you feed animals because they're going to start doing all types of new laws. They're doing chemical castration. You know, they're doing no abortion. You know, soon they're going to be like, if you feed, if you feed an animal something that shouldn't be fed, that animal gets to feed you your next meal, bro. And animals don't even really have big brains. So it's going to feed you some wild shit, bro. It's going to bring you like a knife. And you're just going to have to eat it, you know? So, God, Alabama's so turnt. New Jersey millionaire CEO who put his plane on autopilot to have sex with teen girls sentenced to seven years. You know, and that's fucked up. Because first of all, seven years, bruh, for statutory rape? Dude, there's people that get caught with a dime bag that got life in prison under... Was it under Reagan or under Clinton or Nixon? Whenever the war on drugs. I think it was Reagan. And they still haven't been exonerated. You know who's doing all the exonerating shit? Kim Kardashian. What world do I live in, bruh? You tell me what world I'm living in, bruh. Kim Kardashian, bruh. She got that jungle fever, boy. Shit. There's not enough black dudes for her to fuck up on the outside. She's trying to get she's trying to get them exonerated so she can she can get her hands on them. Nah. For real, I enjoy that she's doing this good work, but god damn, bro. That's who that's who we got to rely on to get these dudes out. My lord. My lanta, bro. Kanye Kanye. <laughs> Kanye yes be Kanye yes. Kanye West befriended the president bruh to you know get these dudes out of prison he probably doesn't even fuck with trump and he's outsmarting us all like he's been saying all along oh my god (laughs) that's some wild shit dude what if what if he doesn't even fuck with trump but he's just catering to his ego because you know how fragile a man's ego is dude where we can just like the Bruh, I'm telling you, all you ugly girls or fatties out there, bruh, you go up to a man and just tell him, like, good shit about him and, like, grab his grab his tiny little dick, bruh, like, outside of the pants and just be like, I want this fucking huge hog inside of me, bruh. He will fall in love with you on the spot. And then you can just walk away and be like, idiot. And because you walked away, he'll want you even more. But be careful you do it to before some dude chases you. But I'm telling you, you cater to a man's ego, it's over, bruh. Man's egos? More fragile than China, bruh. I'm telling you. Ego? Bruh. You give me a pat on the back, I'm going rock solid, bruh. Tell you what. (laughs) My God. Ego, dude? Anyway. I digress yet again. Former CEO of a New Jersey investment firm was sentenced Monday to seven years in federal prison for engaging in a sexual activity with a teen girl in his private airplane after he set it on autopilot. 
and receiving new images of the girl. So basically she wanted to do that shit, right? She's probably on Instagram. She was trying to get flown out, you know? And we don't have flyouts that, that much in Australia, but it's going to catch on. It'll probably catch on before medical marijuana does, knowing us. And we'll do flyouts first, then we'll do medical marijuana. But um, she was trying to get flown out by this dude, you know? And this dude, uh, if you look at his picture, he looks just like Koshi. And I, no disrespect to Koshi, but I saw Koshi eating peanut butter with his fingers the other day. So I'm not really sure if I can trust that dude, you know? One, he's a Port Power president, Port Adelaide Power, AFL football. Um, now, I don't really fuck with Adelaide Power because I fuck with the Adelaide Crows. So that's the first reason not to trust him. And then if you're going to be eating fucking peanut butter with your fingers, Duke, we got to talk. We got to figure out how to get you off that. And why, and why maybe that you're even doing that in the first place. And it makes me feel like you have some questionable shit going on in your bedroom. You, your finger in a tub of peanut butter, dude, you definitely have some type of um, weird arrangements and maybe you do some booty pleasure stuff. And that's just, maybe that's, maybe I'm not going to ever be able to have him on the show anymore, but maybe just use a spoon, you know, use a fucking spoon, dude. Um, yeah, so you, that's, yo, even if it's consensual, if she's under the, the age, bro, that's a uh, statutory rape. And he's only going to get seven years for that. And um, I guess because it was consensual, that's, that's not too bad. But I mean, if you get put away for life for a dime bag and you, this dude's fucking young, chi- young children, you know, that's, that's where you got to sort of figure out where the line is and where you're supposed to draw it, you know? Koshy looking motherfucker. Duck fatally beaten by two college athletes. Now, I'm not going to click on that. But why are you fucking up a duck, bruh? And if you think you're tough for fucking up a duck, you got a small dick and that's just straight up. And there's not, there's not much else I got to say about that, except your posture's terrible, bruh. And for anybody else, you would be able to suck your own cock, but your cock's that small, bruh. You probably got a better chance of licking out your own asshole, bruh. Tossing your own salad, bruh. No assistance, you know? So don't beat up ducks, bruh. Don't fuck with animals like that. Um, shit, you guys sent in a lot this week. I, I'm not going to be able to get through all this. Um, money making Mitch, if you can just give us that, listen to this fuck shit theme. Money maker Mitch. You take some fuck, then some shit, then some fuck, then some shit. You got a fuck shit stack, a fuck shit stack. Take some fuck, then some shit, then some fuck, then some shit. You got a fuck shit stack, a fuck shit stack. It's a stack of fuck shit on top of itself, nigga. Um, there's a girl and her real name, well, a lady, a woman, and her real name is Marijuana Pepsi. Now that's a shit name. Um, and it's borderline child abuse, but she's not a child anymore. So anyway, she refused to change her name. Okay. She never changed her name. She earns a PhD after completing a dissertation on black sounding names. Now I've got to tell you this, um, that would be ironic, but marijuana Pepsi don't sound black. It sounds like marijuana is obviously Mexican or Spanish. Um, and then Pepsi is definitely white, you know? Um, so you're definitely mixed. Uh, but you're... So she's she's 
Well, she does look mixed. She looks mixed between black and something, but she's that's her name's not a black sounding name. So let's let's just clear that up. Marijuana Pepsi Van Dyke. Dude, what? Bruh, you, so you're dude. Yeah, that's white. Pepsi Van Dyke is white. Recently graduated from Wisconsin's Cardinal Stritch University with a PhD in leadership for the advancement of learning and service in higher education. Now, that's not a, you know, that's not a PhD that I particularly want to be repeating to everybody because it takes a whole week to get it out. Van Dyke Mission, Van Dyke's is what it's supposed to say. Uh, Van Dyke's mission was to show the world that although she had a unique name, she could still be a success in life. All right, well, con- congrats, marijuana. But I don't know if fuck with that. And who sent this in? Oh, initials only, BD. Okay. Um, I've grown into my name because I'm a strong woman. I've had to be. Yeah, now that is some fuck shit, bro. Like that, and that's just, hey, is that bullying that I... Hey, maybe it is. Am I going to take you seriously? I guess I don't have to because I'm not ever going to be, I don't, you're a doctor of what? Where's your thing? Where is it? She's a, she's a doctor in the leadership for the advancement of learning and service in higher education, higher education. Now I'm not going to get higher education. Do I need it? Most likely, bro. I've been stuttering all day, but, uh, I don't think that marijuana Pepsi is going to be the one that gives it to me, bro. Um, and does she want to sponsor the potty after I say this? Probably not. Uh, and can you even, how much money can you earn in with that as a degree? What kind of a doctorate is that to do? Leadership for the advancement of learning and service in higher education. She just, that's just like a credential. That's just like a random credential where you can say that you've got a PhD basically. And then you can start some sort of organization off the back of it. That's just very, I don't know, bro, but it is some fuck shit. BD, whoever sent that in. And I think I saw some more fuck shit down here. One more fuck shit. Shit, this is a long episode. Man jailed for carrying out bank robbery armed with a banana and a Sainsbury's carrier bag. Oh, he got caught. He pulled it off though. And that's, um, congrats to that dude for pulling that type of shit off. Cause that's, that can't be easy, bruh. To be pulling off a bank robbery with a banana, bruh. That's fucking turned. Congratulations. Uh, but you did get caught. Um... And he only, bro, he only got 1,100 pounds in 20s. So, yeah, that's some fuck shit. But shout out to that dude. And thanks, Richard, for sending that in. And I wonder if that, I wonder if that's a little game that Richard is playing with me. House, housemate Dan, I wonder if he sent that in. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, that'll be it. That'll be it uh, in terms of fuck shit. But I do have a little bit of uh, advice for you guys. That ain't no problem. Am I making Mitch jump the gun there? Um, oh shit. That's a long one. I don't know. Sometimes you guys, ah, fuck it. I'll, oh God. All right. No, that's too long. Okay. I'm not going to fucking read that guys. This thing, this thing, someone sent an email 
And it's about that long. And for people that's only listening and not watching the YouTube, it's about the size of a fucking A4 page in size 11 fucking, you know, Times New Roman. And I'm not going to fucking read that, bruh. Um, I'm sorry. Um, and who's, who sent this? Des, dude, this shit, this guy, it says my wife cheating on our 10 years anniversary. You know what, man? I'm not going to read this on the potty, but what I might do is I'll, I'll read it and I'll shoot you an email back if you, you know, if you need some sort of advice, but I can't, this is too much. This is too much for me to do on the potty, bro. I'm sorry. Next. Ah, the last time I went on a date was 1978. Guidance on 2019 dating etiquette. Hold the fucking phone, bruh. Bruh, what? And I don't know if this is your name, but it could be if you're that old, bruh. Otis? O-T-I-S. Otis? Hey, bruh. Do you even know what the fuck I'm talking about on this podcast, dude? How old are you, dude? (laughs) You were dating in 78, which is what? 12 years before I was born, which makes it, I'm 29, 12 years older than that would be, um, shit, 41, right? So you haven't had a date in 41 years. Okay. So that means you probably were married. I haven't even read this yet, but you probably were married, had, had kids and shit. And then I'm guessing you either got divorced or you're partner passed away um i'm just wondering what the fuck because okay so let's say 20 let's say you were 20 years old when you met your wife um so that would make you 61 you haven't had a date in 41 years let's say the last date you had with your wife was when you were 20 conservatively so uh 61 years old what the fuck are you doing listening to welcome to the potty and i'm not against it I'm not against it, but I want to know, first off, how I'm going to retain you. And second off, how am I going to appeal to more of your audience with the way I talk and the shit I talk about? I feel like you're a bit above this, but that's just me judging a book by uh, its cover. And the cover is dusty, bro. And no offense. (laughs) Um, More? Uh, Throw away... When my wife developed a degenerative neurological disease, I was her caregiver until she also developed dementia, at which point I could no longer give her the care she needed at home. She lived in in a memory care facility until she finally passed away. I've lived completely alone for the last two years. I met and had lunch with a nice lady last week. We will see each other again. My dating etiquette is 41 years old. Hey, I did the math correctly, guys. Um, I always used to open the car door for my wife, but she had asked me to stop a while back. I don't really know if it's because that's not a thing anymore or if me opening her door made her feel a little less independent. In the old days, I always paid for meals and events and I've been fortunate in my career. So I really am happy to pick up all the checks. If you're reading this, I'm probably asking you about dating etiquette. 
expectations for people your mother's or grandmother's ages. I'd be grateful for any guidance and advice. Now, my grandmother is dead and my mother is probably around your age, maybe a little bit younger. So it says here that you're 65. Okay, so um, I would say that um, if you're happy to pick up the check, pick it up the first couple times. And let's just, let's just see if she's going to react, if she's going to argue or anything at all. Cause if she's not arguing and she's, she's, I'm guessing she's older too. So she's probably, um, she's probably not in this, uh, as a, I mean, unless you're, you're fucking, you know, honey dicking, you know, maybe you're fucking, you're, are you sugar daddy? How old is this woman? You didn't tell us. Anyway. Uh, depends what you want. If you want like a 20 year old girl, you can get her, you can do fly outs. If this is a 20 year old girl, you're going to have to pay for the meals, bro. That's what she's doing to you. If she's your age, bro, I would say, um, yeah, pick it up a couple times and just figure out, see if she's going to at least offer to pay. If you're able to pay, just pay anyway, but just, yeah, just check to see what, um, what she's looking at. Uh, the world has changed, bro. 41 years. Yeah. You don't need to do the door. I mean, I would, I would open the door, um, to the restaurant. You go first, right? And unless you feel rude, sort of barging in front, but you go in and you hold the door for her to come in, you know, that, that type of shit. I don't generally do the, um, the chair cause I feel weird pushing a chair in under somebody. So I don't do the chair. So I let them do their own chair. I let them do their own car doors. Um, um, yeah, man. I, etiquette. Uh, meals and events. Yeah, I guess if you're inviting her to an event, if you say, hey, let's go to the movies, you pay for that shit. Uh, hey, let's go to the football. Hey, let's go to the basketball. You pay for that shit. If she says it, then um, expect her to either pay for it or to split it. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't just be taking, taking on what she wants to do. And she says, let's go do this. And then you pay for that shit, you know, just, just at the start, just at the start, you know, um, what else, what else, man? Dating etiquette. Um, you know, there's other things like, um, if you guys are out and she's getting a taxi or whatever, I would open the taxi door for her and maybe, um, maybe, uh, tip, tip the driver for her or something like that. Uh, this is all very finance based. Let's go somewhere else. Uh, etiquette on physicality. Okay. Don't sit with your hands under the table. Sit with your hands on the table. First of all, legal reasons. Second of all, gives her the opportunity to initiate contact if she wants to and put her hand on top of yours or whatever um, while you're sharing a dessert or some shit like that. Yeah, put your hands on the table. Don't keep them like, don't cross your arms. Don't keep them under the table. 
keep them like, you know, talk like this, talk like you don't really know what to do with your hands, you know? But then, like, rest your hands on the table. Don't look aggressive, though. Lean over, lean over the table, lean close, talk quietly. Um, eye contact, obviously. Um, end of the night type of thing, depending on if you're giving her a ride home or if you're saying goodbye at the restaurant. Um, say goodbye, give her a kiss on the cheek. Um, and maybe just see, see how that goes. See what the reaction's like. Give her, reach it, go in for a hug, give her a hug, kiss her on the cheek on the way through, hug, come back out and see what those eyes are looking like before you completely disengage. Stay right here, stay right here in her face and see if she does the googly eyes. And if she doesn't, give her a little on the lips there. And then that's it. Then that's it. Then disengage. Disengage. You don't want to be fucking on the first night and shit. I mean, I don't know how much time you got left. <laughs> ah, my fucking ribs. That's karma. I was just joking about your age, bro. Um, yeah, man. But you don't want to. You don't want an old bird that fucks on first dates. But I also heard that older people like they're trying to. They're trying to just get shit done, bro. So I think like. I mean, I've had, I've had quite, I've had my fair share of one night stands in my life, bro. But I think when you're like 60 plus, I actually think it's easier to do. And I think you can, you can make that move quicker instead of being in the club until three in the morning and then saying like, oh, I'll come back to my place and let's fucking, let's like have a couple more drinks and then getting absolutely wasted, bro. I would say that you can just have dinner and be like, um, you want to fuck? Hey, you trying to get Ben out of shape? You trying to get on poor posture of the week on Welcome to the Potty? Because I'm about to break your backboard or some shit like that. You know, you can you can be wild for the night now that you're, you know, an old man. Um, no, I don't mean to disrespect, bro. I just can't believe you listen to the Welcome to the Potty podcast. I don't think I'm helping you that much. Um, I feel like... I feel like people... People remain slaves to their generation, man. Like, even me. I don't really understand these young kids today, you know? And I sound like an old dude when I say that, but I'm young as fuck, bro. Um, but, like, yeah, I don't understand these young kids. So, it depends on whether you're dating old or dating young. If you're dating someone in your age bracket, dude, I think you're fucking set doing doing what feels right to you. You want to date someone my age? You're going to have to, you know, you're going to have to switch your swag up. You have to get some baggy jeans, bruh. You're going to have to get some boots and tuck one leg of your, I mean, some skinny jeans. You're going to have to get some skinny jeans, bruh, and get some boots and tuck one skinny jean into one of the boots and keep the other jean out. You're going to have to have some rips in your jeans, maybe even in the winter. Um, maybe even a denim jacket with like a fur, like a, a sheep's wool collar. A lot of these dating dudes are doing that these days. Um, I don't know what your wig piece looks like, but you're going to have to get a hipster cut. Maybe grow your beard out. Um, see see what the preference is on facial hair. Um, yeah, that's that's what you're going to have to do if you date young, bro. All types of wild shit. Um, you're going to have to see what your drinking game's like because these, these girls like to have a little sippy sip, bro. Um... You're going to have to prepare for judgment too. 
Um, you're gonna have to be prepared to say to listen to some waitresses say like, "Oh, it's so nice that you're out with your daughter and shit like that." You're gonna have to be prepared for that. Um, but yeah, man, I think I think if you're dating in your age group, you're gonna be fucking fine, bro. It's gonna be easy money, you know. You sound like a fucking considerate dude, you know. You sound like you care and you want to do the right thing. So I think if you go with your gut with um someone around your age bracket, um, and that's what you said, isn't it? You said for people your mother or grandmother's ages. Yeah, man. So if you're if you're doing that, your age bracket, I'd go with what feels natural to you and what you used to do when you were a kid. And if they haven't had that for a while, it's just gonna bring them back. It's gonna bring them back to those days. They're gonna be like, shit, this dude. This dude's a keeper, bruh. Um, oh, man, and I hope that helped you, bruh. Because I don't, I don't really know what I said. I think I blacked out in the booth for a minute. That ain't no problem. Huh? That ain't no problem. Um, and finally, we'll finish this shit off with some close reviews. Comedy, action, or horror? Will this movie win an Oscar? Set design, directing, acting, lighting, or costumes? This segment is Clay's Reviews. All right. I've got a few for you today, bro. Um, and by the way, uh, the Welcome to the Potty website will soon have a Clay's Reviews database where you can see every movie that uh, has ever been reviewed by me um, and what its score is. Uh, and that's all. It's just going to be a list, basically. It's just going to have the movie and you... Um, You'll be able to choose like whether it's alphabetical or if it's by rating, um, TV, movies. Uh, and that's going to be on the Welcome to the Potty podcast. I mean, sorry, Welcome to the Potty website. So that's that's in the making. Moneymaker Mitch is still dealing with that. He's reaching real far back in the uh, closed reviews hashtags to, to get that happening. But yeah, what we got here. Murder Mystery, new on Netflix, has, um, it's uh, Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston. And it is, the, clearly those two like working together. And it makes me wonder if they've ever fucked. But they seem like a couple of wholesome people. And Jennifer Aniston's still hot. She's 50, bro. She's 50 years old now. And she's still banging. And I'd leave my family for her. Um, <laughs> um... She, no, well, they, they have great rapport and it's such a silly movie, but it's fun and, um, funny. Uh, and man, it's got some scenes in it, bro. And I mean, like, I don't know if it was shot green screen or if it was shot on location in Italy or where the fuck they were, bro. Oh, sorry. But, um, man, that made me want to go back to Italy, bro. Um, yeah, dude, easy, easy date movie, easy hangover movie. If you don't want to think too much, you don't want anything too intense, low key. Um, definitely one to watch with the lady. I think if she likes silly shit, if some, some girls don't really like silly shit and some guys don't also. Um, but yeah, I, I recommend it, man. I liked it. Um, and seven out of 10. And you know, you know, I like to give out sevens for movies that are good and worth watching, but are never going to win any awards. That's a seven. Girls Trip. 
Uh, you got Jada Pinkett Smith. Now, that's another elderly lady that I would, uh, you know, like to uh, see on a regular basis, if you know what I'm saying. Um, uh, Jada Pinkett Smith. You got Queen Latifah. Uh, you got Regina Hall. And you got Tiffany Haddish. And Tiffany Haddish, she's a comedian. And she, um, you know, she sort of, she, she made this movie. And I'm not a huge fan of her. I don't really think she's that funny, but she killed in this movie. She was hilarious. Um, and it's a little bit of a comeback after she, she did some stand up at some event. She was like the host or something. She was lit and she got a bit of backlash for her. And this is like a comeback from that. And she fucking came back with a vengeance. And I'll tell you something. There's one scene in this shit. There's two very memorable scenes and I'm just going to name the scenes. I'm going to tell you what happened. There's a pee pee scene. And there is a grapefruit scene. There's actually two grapefruit scenes. And the grapefruit scene, me and Rachel went out for lunch for Rachel's birthday last weekend with um, two two of her friends and their boyfriends slash husbands. Okay? I think they were actually both husbands. I think they were both married. Okay? So, we, we caught up with them. And one of these couples are talking about how they saw this movie and they did... The grapefruit thing. And I'm like, I don't know what's going on because I haven't seen it yet. But now I've seen it. And now I'm like, holy shit, you guys are some freaks. You know, you're some freaks, boy. Uh, would I do it? No, I don't think so. Um, will I tell you what it is? No, you got to go see this movie. And I do think you should see it. And this is another one. Um, sorry, I just did a pop off. Oh, that's so embarrassing. You probably heard it too. Um... This one, you got to watch with a girl because I could never have sat by, sat through this by myself. It got very emotional and girly at one stage because it's a girl's trip. All the friends get together and they go on this trip because they used to always go on this trip and then, you know, life happens and you don't do it for years. That's not... And then you got to say to yourself, that's not going to ever happen with me, man. Like me and my friends. Anyway, they have a big falling out, obviously, and it all comes good at the end. That's the fucking recipe for any, um, you know, movie, basically. So, um, yeah, there's, there's a very girly situation that happens. So you got to watch this with a girl and uh, it is pretty funny. Very silly and a little bit intense sometimes. There's a dance battle in it. So just be ready for that because that was uncomfortable for me. Um, And uh, yeah, it's one of those. Remember how last week I was talking about how there's there's like black movies out there and they're just a little bit garbage, bro. This is this almost this is like fringing that garbage but it's is a bit better than that garbage and tiffany haddish really made the movie and jada pinger smith um you're so beautiful uh six out of ten on netflix next rounders this is a 1998 film with matt damon and uh fuck why am i forgetting his name ah shit the dude the dude from fucking American History X, Edward Norton. Fuck, that was going to kill me, bro. And let me tell you this. First off, all actors are small, but Edward Norton looks the smallest in this movie that I've ever seen him. And Matt Damon, I think, looks the hottest in this movie. I didn't realize that he was this hot, bro. He was like a handsome dude. And then I went on 
Google images and search Matt Damon to see if he's still handsome. And he is still like kind of handsome, but he was like proper handsome. So yeah, so that, that was a little bit homosexual. Um, and there's actually, bro, there's, I've got a homosexual experience in my life, dude. And I'm not even fucking playing with you in reception. I think it was, that's the grade before first grade. This dude, and his name was Ben, and I'm not going to say his surname, because I think he had some fucking problems, bro. He, um, he told me one day, we had to, like, take, we had to take something, bro, um, like, lunch money or something, maybe, I don't know, we had to take it across to somewhere, you know, I'm reaching pretty far back in my memory, but me and him took it. And on the way back, we were running and I tripped over and I grazed my knees on the asphalt, bro. Asphalt. I fucking grazed my knees up real nice. This is the one time in my life I've ever grazed my knees. And I remember it because I hurt and I never want to do it again. So that's why I don't ride my bike on the road. Um, and he helped me up. He was a good friend. He helped me up and he's like telling me to stop crying and shit. And he told me to close my eyes. And I thought, oh, he's going to make me feel better with like some sort of meditation or some shit, you know, because I was thinking on a higher level, even as a five-year-old. So, so I close my eyes and this motherfucker licks my lips, bruh. Hashtag me too, bruh. He licked me on the mouth, bruh, with my eyes closed. He cosbied my ass, bruh. And that's my homosexual experience, bro. And that's how I know I'm not gay, bro. Because I hated that shit. And check this out. There was something wrong with him, bro. Because he was mad sexualized from a young age. And my mom actually said, I don't, I don't really want you hanging out with that Ben insert surname here anymore. Because there's, he's not quite right. And his mom's not quite right. And I ran into someone that knows him still. And they said that he's got problems. So my mom, good judge character. Shout out to mom, bro. Because that motherfucker licked me on the lips, bro. And I haven't been right since. I've been fucking twitching and shit all the time. Um, But yeah, that's what happened. That, that happened, bro. And I think that... And I dead ass don't think I've ever told a friend even that. And then I just announced it on the Welcome to the Party podcast, bro. Because, because I started talking about how hot Matt Damon used to be. Dude, that's fucking funny, bro. Oh, back to the movie. It's about these two degenerate gamblers. And I was actually just having a conversation with housemate Dan this morning about how the word degenerate... I really only hear that in two circumstances about knees, but in that circumstance, it's actually degenerative and gambling, degenerate gambler. You never, you never hear degenerate alcoholic, degenerate fucking drug addict, degenerate wife beater, you know, degenerate burglar. You never hear any of that shit, but you hear degenerate gambler. I thought that was interesting. So this movie's about... These dudes, one of them's in prison and one of them's out and he's promised never to play poker again. Um, but, you know, shit gets twisted. Dude gets out of jail. He's a bad influence on, on son. And, um, and these cats, they're back at it like a bad habit, you know? So, 
Um, you know, they get themselves in a little situation. They got to get themselves out of the situation. And that's what the movie's about. And uh, I fucking really enjoyed it. It was late at night. Rachel fell asleep. But I didn't, bro. Because it was a weekend and I wanted to stay up. But I got to go fishing tomorrow. So I'll be having an early night tonight. But um, I, I fucking thoroughly enjoyed it. And I recommend it to anyone. It's not only a date movie. You can watch this shit solo dolo. You can watch this shit with a friend that's like uh, over for the weekend or something. You can watch this on the holidays, bro. You can watch this. um, What's the next thing coming up? October, maybe Halloween. Halloween, that's um, 31st of October, bro. The the 30, 30 feasy of OCTZ, bro. That's when you can even watch this movie sometimes. Um, that's that bad beasy. Next, I watched this movie called Chef. Um, oh, and I watched Rounders on Stan, not on Netflix. Stan. Chef, I watched on Netflix, starring uh, John Favreau, who I love as a writer, director, and actor. And, um, what's her name? Gloria from Modern Family. Sofia Vergara. And I don't think it's Vergara because she's Spanish. I think it's like Verhara. Or some shit like that, bro. But I'm not bilingual. But um, speak of someone that I'd leave my fucking family for, bro. Sofia Varada. Sofia Varada. You know, bro? Bro, I would disappear today for Sofia Vergara, bro. Are you kidding me, bro? Oh, my God. Have a look at her, dude. <laughs> nah. There's, bruh. Anyway, this dude's a chef. He has a full meltdown because of social media, which I thought was funny. He was on social media for five fucking minutes and, and like, fucking sends out a tweet that he shouldn't have. His publicist is like, what the fuck? He's a celebrity chef. He's, like, famous as fuck, dude. Anyway, so he gets fired from his job and he ends up, he ends up doing a food truck. And it's school holidays, so his son joins along. And it made me cry, dude. Just reminded me of me and my dad, bro. My my dad used to do a lot of coaching. We used to travel together. And uh, it made me miss him, man. And he's still alive. He just doesn't live in the same um, state as me anymore. And I haven't seen him in months. Um, And I just miss my childhood with my dad, you know? And that's kind of what Christopher Robin did to the kid, bro. Just made him cry, bro. And Chef's not even that sad, bro. But if you have a relationship with your dad like like I did, it makes you cry, dude. And I cried. And um, did I say Rounders was 7.5 out of 10? Anyway, Chef was 7.5 out of 10 as well, bro. And maybe that was just because it made me cry and it made me think of my dad and stuff. And maybe it wasn't as good as I thought it was, but it was good to me, dude. And this is Clay's reviews, motherfucker. All right, it's not John's reviews, bro. It's Clay's reviews, man. 7.5. Check the database. And um, this morning, I finished Doctor Strange. And as you all know, I have committed to completing the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the MCU, if you will. And I've been very lazy, but I couldn't find a good copy of Captain Marvel online. I mean, not Captain Marvel, Doctor Strange online. Okay. So I did have to bootleg this shit and I finally found a good copy and I finished it off this morning 
and I really enjoyed it. And Benedict Cumberbatch can act, bro. But your name, dude, change it. Sounds like a breakfast. You know, sounds like a breakfast burrito out of a box, bro. Benedict Cumberbatch. You know, sounds disgusting, bro. Sounds like a bad breakfast with rocks in it. Check the poor posture of the week segment. Um, cause that's a callback, you know? Uh, but you know, Marvel's got themselves a good recipe happening and they followed that recipe to the T dude. And you know what? It paid off cause I gave that shit a 7.5 out of 10. So that's five movies, one, seven, one, six, and three fucking 7.5s. Not a bad week for movies, man. This is a long episode of the welcome to the potty podcast. You know where to find us. Okay, we are welcome to the party on everything. We are powered by Bet With Joel. If you want to make yourself a nice little second income on the side, bruh, he's got you, man. Betwithjoel.com slash ref, R-E-F slash welcome to the potty and enter code potty exclusive 50 for 50% off your first week. And uh, you're going to make yourself some good fucking coin on Bet With Joel, dude. Believe that because I have made over $600 in one month off Bet With Joel. And I could have made more, but I was doing pussy bets at the start because I didn't trust him enough. And you don't need to worry about trust, bro, because he's got graphs and statistics and all types of shit to show you how good he really is. All right? You know where to find us. We're welcome to the potty on everything. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Welcome to the potty.com. Keep sending in your questions for advice, your poor posture of the week. You listen to this fuck shit to welcome to the potty at gmail.com. And um, I love doing this, man. And I love you guys. And I fucking, uh, this is my, this is the best part of my week. I get to do this shit twice a week. And I love this shit, bro. And I love you guys, man. And uh, as always, this is welcome to the potty. Bang, bang. Baby, welcome to Baby, welcome to